So, Iceland's population is so small that an Icelandic company has created an anti-incest app to prevent Icelanders from dating their relatives. Now, I have questions. Like, I'm seeing this and it could be fact or it couldn't be fact, but I have big questions. Like, how does the app know that it's incest? How does the app know that I'm dating my relative? Like, is it an extension that they have for Tinder? Is it that they listen to you? Like, I have a lot of questions. Because, like, if they were listening to you, then at least you'd know, you know what? If if I say certain things and it won't work and, you know, if my phone is next to my laptop while I'm playing some porn, then, you know, it might go off for all the wrong reasons. Because imagine, you know, like a bunch of people in Iceland are trying to have a good time. You know, they're single, they're busy enjoying that dry spell or they're suffering in it and they decide to flip on some some very interesting porn. You know, that sibling porn that a lot of people like and, you know, all of a sudden it starts with, oh, what are you doing, step bro? And all of a sudden, the app just loses its shit. You know, it goes off, it starts making noise, and then maybe it requires the user to, to certify that that it's not a relative or some shit, or probably it doesn't. But you'll find in, like, the annual app performance report that they'll probably say that they, they discovered and possibly stopped and or prevented 555,322 cases of relationships that were incestuous in nature, blah, blah, blah. And you realize that like probably 490,000 of them were literally just people that were trying to beat their meat, but the app was listening to them and got all the wrong information. Like there's better ways to actually get around this problem that do not require somebody to set up an app for it. Because I feel like the app is probably a little bit harder in terms of figuring out who's a relative, who's not a relative, because they'll probably have to get like info on like your family lineage from like the the government records. And you might have to add some of your own and shit. And I don't know, like it, it seems like a lot of work for something that can be solved through simple government policy, because I think it was Iceland, still the same exact country that had given the whole directive of if you go there and like you can make a woman pregnant and produce children, you're going to be paid. I think it's like five thousand dollars a month or some shit like that's a much better directive. At least it'll actually push me to go there. And then, you know, an app like this one, you can take it to a place like, I don't know, Alabama or some shit or Kakamega. Like it makes sense. It makes sense in places like those, but not in a place like Iceland, because in one way or another, you might actually find that everyone there is related. Although, that said, we should leave this very relative topic and move on to something that isn't very directly related to this, which is the tweets that we are supposed to discuss today on the podcast, so I might as well get on with the program. So, without further ado, welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one Breaktime podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who believes that time is relative, and because of that, our very first time machine might be coming from Alabama. He's a man who wonders if we should continue calling Adam and Eve the parents of humanity or the incestuals. He's none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets, and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, the drill is pretty simple. It's a drill that I like to mention every single time I'm doing Tweet Street. It's a very simple drill on how you can become a part of the conversation, contribute to the podcast and its discussions, and it is a very simple way where you can send the tweets that you see, be it on whichever social media platform. And it almost sounds like a song and it goes like this. 
You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at the D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle, and I will take them from there and I will handle them accordingly. If it just so happens to be one of those screenshots that ended up on Facebook, if it happened to be a screen grab that was posted up on Facebook or on IG, then the place to send it to is at Breaktime on Westside on Facebook. That is the page to send it to. And on Instagram, it is at Breaktime on Westside. You can slide into the DMs there. The DMs are always open. And I am always open and willing to have you guys reach out and communicate. And, you know, send me some of the shit that you'd like me to talk about. And with that said, I'd like to kind of kick things off before I get into anything by thanking each and every one of you that's been listening and sharing this podcast. You know, the season is going to be ending next week. Obviously, I'm going to be doing episodes continuously, so another season's just going to start. But still, I appreciate each and every one of you that's been sharing, that's been liking the content on social media and also has been expressing feedback on, you know, CastBox or on whichever handle. And those of you that have been reaching out to me directly, if you know me, and suggesting ideas that I should implement on the podcast, things that I should do, you know, whether I should go and, you know, change the media that I'm using. You know, stuff like that, you know, criticism, opinion, feedback, like I appreciate each and every one of you that's reached out and that has contributed to the growth of this podcast. So just figured I should say that before the season ends, because I am definitely, definitely grateful to each and every one of you. And yeah, if you've been doing that, continue doing it, you know, and if you haven't been doing it, then the channel's always open and I am always ready to engage with each and every one of you. But that said, we should move it on to our tweets for today. But before we do that, I want us to look at people and just trying to stay relevant in the social media age that we have right now. Because I feel like the people who aren't and are trying to be are maybe, you know, trying a little too hard sometimes. And those that were or are can sometimes take it a little too far. Because I feel as though to a certain degree, it is getting to a level where it is becoming a little uncontrollable in terms of what people should consider to be relevant and or controversial. Take, for example, Soldier Boy's nudes. You know, I spoke about it on Battle of the Sexes and I said that if I could on this episode, I would actually discuss it. And I am going to talk about it because the reports that are coming out are saying that Soldier Boy's nudes, you know, or his dick pic allegedly leaked online. You know, that whole thing of allegedly leaked or, you know, you're hearing someone else's nudes allegedly leaked. And I was actually talking about it in Battle of the Sexes and I was saying that I have a feeling he probably even just leaked it himself. Because, yes, I can get that, you know, people send each other nudes all the time. But more than ever, I feel like we have more and more apps that actually have the privacy modes and, you know, have the whole privacy thing where you can send something and after it's viewed, you know, it can be reshared or it can only be viewed once or twice or some shit. You know, even apps like WhatsApp have that. So for you to say that they allegedly leaked and it's not like there was some shady way in which they were taken, it seems a little bit of a stretch for me, at least in this current day and age, which is why I'm saying I feel like because this guy loves the relevance, he loves the attention. He went and he leaked his dick pic you know because he knew it would get people talking and yes people did talk and fortunately it was to his benefit but that wasn't exactly the case for someone who also decided to post up his dick this week which was nelly and i think the story came up i think it was on tuesday evening and because of that even ashanti ended up trending on on twitter for a while and unfortunately this one i ended up seeing 
like I'm usually not a fan of 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 looking at guys nudes but but I ended up seeing the video by mistake. So yeah, that happened. Although that said, you know the reception wasn't that good. You know people clowned him for it and you know they were talking about, you know, his dick size being small and shit. And actually I'll I'll even put the whole, you know, how people are chasing this whole clout thing a little too much. Like I kind of feel sorry for the guy because for someone who's as big as him just because of i think porn influencing pop culture in one way or another he's expected to have bigger cuz when you look at the whole idea of size it's usually like a proportions thing it's usually big compared to something else so for someone like soldier boy he can look like he can have a big dick compared to what his body size looks like which is why I've actually continuously told people who are looking to make their dicks bigger or you know when the whole discussion of you know enlarging your your penis comes in that instead of looking for creams and shit losing weight might actually be one of your best bets because the less you know surface area your body has you know the more your dick can probably stand out which is why the whole idea of skinny guys with big dicks kind of came in Although that said, we do need to talk about the hypocrisy that a lot of babes have with the whole respect to size doesn't matter thing. Like babes all of the time are usually like, "Oh, you know size doesn't matter. Oh, it's not about the size of the wave, it's the motion of the ocean and shit." And babes say this time and time again. You know, every babe likes to say, "Oh, you know, there's there is such a thing as too big and it doesn't even have to be that big. You don't need that many inches, blah blah blah." But whenever such things leak, you know, whenever nude leaks out, and you know y'all go and start staring at the dick all of a sudden you're like oh it's too small oh you know we expected more or you know y'all will be clowning on that person for time to come and i feel like that kind of hypocrisy is very saddening like if y'all are saying that size doesn't matter then let it not matter 100% of the time if it does matter then just tell us that it matters like it might hurt us at one point or it might be hurting some of us but At the end of the day, at least we'll know for a fact that, you know, maybe we're a little bit short-handed or, you know, short-dicked, and we might have to find other ways to compensate for that shit. But telling us that size doesn't matter is a very hypocritical statement to make. Although, now that I've said all of that, back to the whole relevance thing, like I feel like people are pushing it a little too far nowadays. Like people are genuinely pushing it a little too far because when it's getting to the stage where people are openly sharing nude videos cuz Nelly's video was actually shared on his IG stories like at what point do we say that this is a little too much and i can get it attention is currency especially in the world of fame attention is currency and shit but how much are you willing to give for that attention that you crave like that's the big question that i think a lot of people need to start asking themselves because when we're getting to a stage like right now where nudes being leaked or nudes coming out is supposedly starting to become normal we need to start reevaluating what it is that we get to show the public because when it's getting to a stage where we're showing our private parts keyword being private to the public eyes i feel like we're probably taking it a little too far you know but anyways that said i will leave it for you to consider that as food for thought as we move it on to the tweets so on to our very first tweet of this episode women are very prudent with their spending they carry packed lunch 70% of swivel passengers are them weekends they'll be indoors or if going out they're being taken out or going with their friends and cost sharing if married 
few pay rent and do house shopping. Millionaires. Most managerial positions in corporate have more women courtesy of this virtue. Departmental budgets rides on the same principle. Okay, so while I can't exactly say that women are the most prudent when it comes to spending, what I can say is a lot of babes actually save quite a lot of their money. Like babes in a lot of social interactions, in a lot of social situations will actually end up spending the bare minimum when it comes to a lot of the stuff that's paid for for that social interaction or in that social situation. And it's mostly because guys are sort of expected to be the providers and the guys are, you know, the ones that are expected to say go and pay for the date. When they go to the club, a lot of guys will believe that they're the ones who are supposed to get the drinks. And, you know, if they're going for a meal, if they're having lunch with a babe, a lot of times the guy is the one who will be expected to pay. So in a lot of those interactions, you do find that babes will actually not spend money. Like, I actually have a close friend who has very openly even stated to me that she never buys alcohol. Like, she straight up told me, alcohol is expensive and I never buy it. Whenever I'm meeting up with a bunch of guys, they're the ones that will buy the alcohol. Like, I never spend my money on alcohol. And this is a babe that will go out and she'll chill with guys and she'll drink and shit. So when you hear such a statement, you kind of do see the sense in what it is that this person on Twitter was saying. Now, unfortunately, a lot of these same babes will, in a lot of cases, go and end up spending the same or more money on procedures that now will end up eating money all in the name of, say, looking good or having a better experience. Yes, they can go to a restaurant and cost share, but they'll probably end up going to a fairly expensive one, although it still makes sense as opposed to the guys that will go to like the same place, not spend that much, but go there frequently. But still, like babes do end up spending a lot of their money on, you know, stuff that, you know, you can consider to be a liability, you know, dresses, shoes, certain experiences that might not be worth all that to a lot of guys. But still, they have the highest saving potential, which is why a lot of the women groups, a lot of the chamas will end up having a lot of money saved up over a very long period of time and you know women can actually end up having more money than the man that they're dating or married to just based off of the fact that they've managed to save a whole lot more now at this point some people would probably ask then doesn't that mean that most women should be the richest or most women will have a lot more money than most of us guys well unfortunately that's not entirely the case because now in as much as babes have the highest saving potential they're not that great at investing or at least a lot of babes have very poor investing habits or are very poor at investing and for us guys we might spend a lot of money but because a lot of us are a lot better at investing we invest a lot more we can actually grow our money a hell of a lot more than the babes can because as the saying goes you can save all you want but you'll never be able to save your way into a billion dollars and that makes a lot of sense like that makes a lot of bloody sense so to the fellas that are always ready to buy a bottle whenever the babes have come or go to the club and you're willing to put money down on whichever bottle while she pays for nothing just know you might be doing all of these things to impress her but just know that when shit gets thick if shit hits the fan and everything crumbles for the both of you you will struggle to survive and she will continue living the same life that she's been living completely unbothered at least for a while. Like just know that 
and then you can continue thinking about whether you still want to put money down on her unnecessarily. That said, we should probably move it on, so on to our very next tweet. If you like someone, do whatever the in-like spirit moves you to do. Get caught in your passion and have fun. If it doesn't work out, you still had the experience and learned something about what you enjoy and don't enjoy from a partner. So if Shorty got you wanting to bring them flowers or that random thing that they said they enjoyed when y'all chatted on the first date, do it. If they don't aspire that, then don't. I've had good and bad relationships, but I've never regretted going all in when I felt that infatuation. I have regretted towing the line and thinking about every move I made with people I quote-unquote kinda liked or supposed to like. But don't listen to me. I got married in four months. Alright, um, I personally feel as though this advice is good and I can agree with it, but for the babes. Not for guys, for the babes. Because even the person that put up this tweet is a female. Like, this works better for women not for guys with the ladies i will tell you this at least to try and clarify everything if you like someone if you have the feels for someone then it's good when you show affection and care i'm not saying that you have to give it all up in 15 seconds but showing affection and care and showing that you actually want this person is good because at least it shows your intention and at least that person will know for a fact that you know what this shorty likes me and if they do like you if they don't like you they will know how to respond now for the guys this isn't exactly what i'd consider to be good advice for you because i've actually said this time and time again if you give it all up and show exactly how you feel very early on into your encounter then there's a pretty good chance that you're probably going to lose this babe and i know it sounds like bullshit advice but I was even talking about this a couple of weeks back on Tweet Street in this same season when I discussed the idea of mystery actually related to a tweet on how a babe was talking about how mystery will actually help guys when it comes to, you know, hitting on girls and, you know, actually transitioning from you hitting on her to dating her to like a relationship and shit. And I spoke about how when you show your feelings early on, then there's a pretty good chance that she might actually lose interest in you. And it's something that I've experienced time and time again. And yes, I didn't say that, that that's the only thing that will make a babe lose interest in you. But it is one of the things that will just make a kind of lose interest because she already knows what to expect. She's already seen what it is that you have to offer. And if she's impressed or if she isn't feeling you, then she'll probably bounce. Which is why it's probably better for you as a guy to pace yourself as you know you're trying to you know give up bits and bits and bits and bits you know let her know that there's more to come and there's like you know this deep well of what it is that you feel or what it is that you can do for her then at least you can look forward to the next and the next and the next you know at least up until you get into the relationship and shit so like i said earlier on this advice of you know showing your feelings and and going all in is good for the babes because at least at that point the guy will know what it is that you feel for them but it's very shitty advice for the guys because the moment you go all in if this babe does not have feelings for you then you're fucked if you hold back if you restrain yourself even though this babe is say mildly interested then your chances are greater than if you went ahead and you gave it all up at the first try or you went and you gave it all up at the beginning but just like the person on twitter said don't listen to me Anyways, 
That said, we should move it on. So on to our final tweet of this episode. Fellow ladies, respect your man. Friends won't save your marriage. Serve your man with dignity. Never disrespect him irregardless. The man is the head of the household with or without money. God will always bless you when this is done. If this isn't a lady that is preaching to to the choir, I don't know what the hell this is. Like this is some of the best dating, best relationship advice I can say I've seen on Twitter for a long time. Actually, this entire year, as far as it's gone. This is the best advice I can say I've gotten from Twitter. Because I feel like a lot of ladies do not respect their men. A lot of babes lack respect for their guys especially when it comes to things that relate with money and yes i know there's babes that are ready to talk about how oh they lasted in a marriage or they were in a relationship for such a long time and this guy didn't value them and he didn't treat them well and he disrespected them regardless and i will say i'm sorry about that but this does not mean that you have to now start disrespecting a guy like or you're supposed to treat them different like it's very unfortunate what you went through if you did go through it but Regardless, the advice still stands. You should respect your man. And more so than that, one of the more important bits of this entire thing was friends won't save your marriage. Like, yes, your friends can advise you well, but your friends will not be the ones to save your marriage. They can give you shit advice that can actually end your marriage. And some of your friends actually want to end your marriage, want to end your relationship, probably because they see that they can do better with your partner or they want to have your partner, you know, whether it's good or bad, or sometimes they just don't want you to be happy with that person or just happy in general because they want whatever it is that you want or they don't think that you deserve whatever it is that you've got. And I feel like that is probably one of the most important pieces of advice that babes should take in. Then there's a part about respecting him and respecting the fact that he is the head of the household with or without money, which I feel like a lot of babes should actually learn to do. The problem is people are still so busy having the discussion of whether guys would be comfortable with their women if they made more money than them or not and whether they should be okay with it that they're forgetting to have the discussion about how babes actually disrespect guys when they start losing money or when they don't have money in the relationship because that i feel is a much bigger problem than whether us guys should be okay with whether she has money or not because when you think about it if she has more money than us or if she makes more money than us then whether we like it or we don't it's either we either level up or exceed or we just sit and we're okay with it or whatever it is that we do we're okay with it of which a huge majority of us can only manage the latter not the former so back to the whole discussion of you know respecting him with or without money there's a lot of babes that usually start to treat their mans different either when he loses his job and he isn't able to make money or if they end up realizing that the man makes more money than them there's a lot of babes that usually start mistreating the guy you know that guy after that and then they start getting pissed off when this guy manages either to level up or exceed or he gets back on his feet and then he decides to go and get himself a side chick or some shit like this is stuff that happens a lot of times to a lot of people and you find that it usually stems from the fact that the babe disrespected the man like you're disrespecting him because he's not making as much as you or you know he probably doesn't have a job so he's not able to make money and shit 
and yes i can get it guys are supposed to be putting in the work whether or not they're making that money or not you know as long as the guy is constantly pushing himself to get that bread right then he should be pretty okay but the truth of it is some of y'all see us at our downtimes you know see us when shit is going sideways and think that we should always have that psych which let's be very realistic isn't something that's normal for any human being like you're obviously gonna have your downtimes and yes maybe he might not be able to make money now but he probably might be able to make money later on and you need to respect him despite the fact that he's not making money now or even though he might not make money later because if he is your man he deserves your respect and when it comes down to it whether you consider yourself an independent woman or a bad bitch if you don't respect your man there's a very good chance that your relationship might not last very long and here's the thing you might want a good long lasting relationship you might want to be with someone that you can grow old with as a babe like you might want it all but still if you do not respect your partner then that shit will only ever be a dream to you and it will only ever be something that your forefathers you or your foremothers i don't know if that's a word and your ancestors did because clearly a lot of us guys want to be respected and if you're not going to respect us we'll find someone who will and if we don't find them we might as well just not get into these relationships in the first place although then again I might be wrong about that just the same way I might be wrong about a lot of other things on this episode. So I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on Twitter. It is at BagakaTheD, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle. On Facebook and on Instagram, it is at Bricktown on West Side. Make sure you leave your thoughts and comments there. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>